Hi listeners, just a warning that this episode is uh, beset by some technical issues that will affect the uh, audio on this episode. So just giving you some advance warning there, otherwise enjoy. This week in league, the Brisbane Broncos permanently relocate to Sydney after Darius Boyd threatens to retire if they leave Queensland. Tim Lafay wins. NRL Corona Lockdown, AVO, Jared Hayne attempts to move his pending trial to China after seeing what they get away with eating over there. Plus, we continue to power on as best we can in the absence of a 2020 NRL season. Well, I'm more this week in league. Welcome to episode 346 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Hey, so I was looking the other day, um, well, actually not the other day, today, to be to be fair, I was looking at the notes today, and I was like, oh, 346, it's nearly 350. Wouldn't it be fucking great if the uh, NRL season, like, you know, if it came back, you know, like in time for in time for that, and so I'll get the calendar out, I go, dip, 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 dip. oh, no, actually, no, it's about the, thir- the 13th. It's actually it's actually two weeks early. Um, it, it, the three fiftieth episode is uh, yeah. is two weeks before it comes back, yeah. which is a shame. I mean, like I could have I could have done that mental mathematics in uh, off the, in yeah in my head, but I, you know when you see it laid out in the calendar and you're just going Wednesday, 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 we're like ah oh, shit. What's happening? Oh, hashtag ISO life. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that the ta- is that the official? It's ISO everything, isn't it? And life with a Y. Okay. I feel that's how uh, best. Uh, how they doing it? How, how they doing it on TikTok? That's it. <laughs> have you have you have you made your TikTok coffee yet? What's TikTok coffee? Uh, some stupid fucking trend dumb cunts are doing. No, the last TikTok trend I saw was that girls were getting ice cubes and showing them up their JJs and filming their reaction. Hmm. Well, uh, my code. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a different version of TikTok. <laughs> I think it's uh, yours is uh, yours is a uh, TikTok. <laughs> I believe it's a uh, <laughs> Dick Shock something else entirely. <laughs> that goes back. That's the old Japs eye stiletto business. Man, I'm uh, you know got uh, boy to educate and. My household to keep up. Yeah. It's not really anything that can really go wrong in households during isolation, yeah, though. I mean, there's only so much to, that can go wrong. Mm. Oh, nothing interesting to report. I'm trying I'm trying to think of a... It's really... It's one one day bleeds in the next. I didn't <coughs> even... It, I, I almost forgot that today was the day to record at, at, at certain points of the day. Yeah. And that's despite the fact that Wednesdays I usually fucking live... Will shit like just getting stuff together, and especially at the moment, you know, and, like, and now I mean, like you know, doing the Twitch streaming and stuff as well, like then going through and like clipping the fucking all the little highlight bits into separate videos and stuff. Admittedly, their system's great and it makes it very easy to do it, but I mean, it still takes time uh, to do it. But um, it's very good. It's good fun. Fucking, I scored some amazing tries last night. Yeah, 
Oh, Elijah Taylor puts a fucking grubber through from 10 meters out. Benji scoops it up five meters out, puts another grubber through, and fucking Aloye picks it up and scores the try. Chip and, a chip and chase for Benji to score. Kicked it over the line, caught it just on the line, and put it down. Crazy. How do you sleep at night? Very fucking soundly. You know. <laughs> like, let's say you had the, the ability to, you know, possess people's bodies a la a TV ghost. Okay. How would you feel after possessing the body of, say, George Pell for a couple of hours? Well, really? hopefully dead. Well, realistically, that's what you're doing, playing the Tigers. Well, like that's, are, I feel that's somewhat unfair on Tigers people. I mean, we like to we like to have our fun with the Tigers and and uh, you know Tigers in decline and the rest of it, you know, ninth, etc., etc. But yeah, well, okay, well, you know, I mean, uh, they were this week round five. They were playing the Eels, so it was kind of a AIDS v cancer situation there. And look. You know, and and maybe maybe not Pell, maybe it was like a Dennis Ferguson situation because the George Pell situation was earlier in the in the same night when I was uh, using the Panthers <laughs> to to, to in, inflict the beating on whoever the fuck they were supposed to play this week. I can't even Hashtag remember. The Raiders. He he got fucking man of the match again too. Didn't score as many tries, but it just he he probably did make a thousand line breaks because he's the most damaging player in that side. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not a cherry, but he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty up there. You mean he uh, plays the game and then doesn't mouth off in the RLPA meeting? What generally happens so is that, so that the whole fucking organization tells him to fuck off. Cherry usually makes the breaks and then uh, has the toe to score the try. Cleary makes the breaks, gets tackled, then a couple of tackles later, yeah, you know, someone else may yeah. score. Yeah, <laughs> actually, he, he scored a try in the very first time. He hasn't scored since though. Yeah, really. Mansour got a double on the weekend. One of them was fucking outrageous too. Like he, he, he took a kick on his own goal line, length of the field, fucking two steps, got through the line, and then beat them all. As in he, he outpaced he the diffused the bomb, caught it, stepped two lines of defence, and then outran people to score in the corner. Yeah, no, this is just. And there was another try he scored where he actually was in his position on the wing to receive a pass. To put him in, and then and then he brought it around Absolutely close to the bastard. sticks. Oh, it's crazy! I mean, the fucking world's gone topsy turvy. Lisa now, Lisa now, Mal gets a double for the Warriors. <laughs> but look, I want to start this week off with um, something a little bit more serious. And there's some shit that's going on all over the place. But we just wanted to say to all of the listeners out there that you know, keep doing whatever you're doing, whether. You're one of the very unfortunate few um, that have got this fucking thing. Yes. You know, that if, if you're battling it on that front. And we do know that people listening are directly, like literally yeah. got it. Um, you know, we're fucking batting for you. If you've been affected by losing your job. Do you mean masturbating for them? We sub- we're, we're, we're rooting for you. <laughs> Damn, that's not better either. <laughs> we've uh, we've we're right behind. Damn, fuck. <laughs> there's a lot of sexually charged. Oh, fuck. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of sexually charged support um, phrases out there. <laughs> you know, if if you're affected on the job front, 
um, you know, it's a, it's a big thing, and, and especially with Aussies, to, you know, the honest day's work for the honest day's pay. No one's looking down on fucking anyone at the moment for being out of work. No, fuck, no, hell no. Um, if you've got a business that's struggling, you know, no one's looking down on anyone for going out of business. You can walk out holding your head high. Um, or if you, you're struggling to fucking keep going because you're pulling extra shifts to help support mm-hmm. the shit that's going on, you know, whatever... Whatever stage of the spectrum you're on, um, we're we're both very appreciative for for everybody that listens to the show. Whatever you're doing, so just a mes- message of love and appreciation to all you motherfuckers out there. Yes, and if they and, and people who don't listen to this show, I hope they get it. Eat a bat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a bat, spit in your kids' mouths. <laughs> Get wrecked. Pell starts teaching outside school out there. Riggedy, riggedy, wrecked. <laughs> oh, that's something I did do through the week. <laughs> four, four VR. That's something you did through the week. Four VRs in a row doing uh, duos with Killer. Four, four duo VRs on Fortnite in a row. There's no fucking. There's no. There's not an NRL player in the fucking game who could pull that kind of streak. Let me tell you. If anyone, any, if anyone wants to fucking one v one, bring it on, motherfuckers. Yeah, go for it. I didn't mean it to be, but it's perfect, right? Go, yeah, get in there. I hadn't even heard that story until you brought it to me like just yeah, half an hour ago. I hadn't even heard it, so it hit me. Well, there'd been a lot of uh, speculation with the NRL players going into lockdown or isolation uh, about who would be the first one to break. Oh, and, and pull some like Dylan Walker shit. And pull some Dylan Walker shit. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, what they said he did. I mean, obviously the court couldn't convict him. It didn't really happen. But what the papers insinuated happened. Yeah. And the neighbours so, and other yeah, witnesses. I'll, I'll, I'll remind, <laughs> remind everybody, including Manly fans um, and uh, underage sex apologists, that just because a court doesn't convict somebody doesn't mean the court is saying they didn't do it. Um, you know, they're just not guilty. And Brett Stewart is still a piece of shit. But Dragon Centre Tim Raffi <sighs> was issued with an AVO over an alleged domestic dispute at his family home south of Wollongong on Good Friday. So is is he one of those fucking prayer circle? I, be- I look. I don't. I don't want to say definitively, but I believe so. Yes. Okay. So there's his first fucking problem. Yep. A lot of good that shit does you. Isn't that supposed to be your fucking Jesus day? Uh, yeah. Punch holes in the wall in honor of Jesus' hands. <laughs> it was Easter, right? <laughs> <laughs> was that you that sent that meme? Which one? How I've sent so many, many memes. How would Jesus win? Oh, he's like pretty. Yeah, I don't think I sent that, but I've, I, I, that is one that I probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't. That wasn't. That wasn't me. But uh, I, I, may, I may have posted it. I don't. Th- I don't consider that too spicy. Uh, so a family member. Reportedly told police that Lafayette was alleged. There's a lot of alleged this article. 
Well, they are smashing up his house. Everyone's there's hard times around here. You can't, uh, you can't. So police will reportedly allege he was spotted at the scene with blood on his knuckles. So the story is that he was apparently told by his wife, "Go spend some time with your kids instead of going to the gym," and he then decided to punch holes in the wall. Perhaps his brother, let's like, you know, let's light candles. Perhaps his brother is a plasterer and he could use extra jobs. So he's an essential worker. And so he thought, well, you know, his business has taken a downturn. Perhaps I can keep one of the youngsters employed at my brother's work if I get him to come around and jip rock the walls. <laughs> For that to happen, I need to put holes in the jip rock in the walls. <laughs> There, there's a lot of shit you don't know here, and there's one way that, you know, if if she said go spend time with the kids instead of going to the gym, and then he's done the old, I'll punch a hole in the wall right next to your head as a fucking intimidation technique. As like I see, I could have fucking, yeah. that could have been your see, head. That's not okay. If he has walked away from the situation, been unable to control himself and lashed out at a wall... I don't think lashing out at a wall is ever a fucking good option. No, it's not a good option. I don't, like, like an acceptable, like a, you know what I mean? Like yeah, a, but if he's walked into another room, he's by himself, he's still very angry... Have some fucking self-control. Exactly. Be a man. He has sought, he's sought help. Has he? So, that all in all, no one was actually assaulted. Doesn't sound like anyone was too badly intimidated and he's seeking some help. Uh, but fuck, they're going to some extremes to get out of the Dragons. I guess Newcastle didn't want to. Hmm. Did, just speaking of the, uh, the, the the wife thing, did you? I had someone send me this contract that uh, between um, Josh Papali and his wife. Have you seen that? No. It's fucking great. So, um,. As it turns out, Josh Papali, he must love a fucking game of golf. Love it. And at the moment, which, well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought that golf courses were things that were open, but I guess, you know, you can kind of, if you're playing solo or in a double and it's, a, you know, it's exercise and so it's... They, they were shut. Okay. I believe there are now restrictions on hired clubs. And like the size of parties probably going from hole to hole. And, and you're no. only allowed one person per cut. Okay. So they were close. They didn't yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but then it's the whole thing that sort of, you know, like happened here. So the, the government's just like, so no more golf or fishing. Yeah. Uh, what about commercial fishing? Yes, commercial fishing are essential workers. Yeah, and, and even fishing. Like, for example, what we could go out on... We could go out on a kayak fishing by ourselves yes. or with two people, just us and some, no, one other person. Not. You can go with two people. No, no, it's the act of fishing. Yeah, you can no, you can go fishing if you like. On if you take your fishing kayak mm-hmm. and you paddle out into the into the fucking. Yeah, no, they banned that. No, you can do that. No, no, they did ban it. No, I think it was just grey. I think it was grey. They weren't. They weren't. They, 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 I don't think they banned it. I think what they did was they just didn't define yeah, what, yeah. Was, what was what was yeah. what, and then because because. So yeah, yeah. I mean, because people, people would you can get out of that. You know, what I mean, like that's one you can talk yeah. and say and and put enough fucking grey into it to, you know, it's like it's like the it's like the whole thing. Like how these people get pulled over by the cops and get fucking fined it amazes me. 
The fuck you can't. How the fuck can you not? Unless you're dry, unless you're caught down the Gold Coast and you live like up here with us. I heard a story today where an uh, elderly couple who's very, one of their very elderly parents. Yeah. Right. This couple lives on the Gold Coast. Very elderly father lives on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. He's not in good health. Right. The husband's still working at the moment. Yep. Had some time off over Easter. Yep. And was saying, I need to go up and check on my dad. Yep. Um, oh, 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 went to the police station down the coast. Mm-hmm. Police station, a police station, there's more than one. <laughs> Not that you know the way the bikies run free down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, maybe they can teach Ash Taylor if they're still about to avoid him. <laughs> um, and explain the situation. And the guy in the police station down there said, Look, you know, I wouldn't book you for that, but I can't speak for every officer in the deal. You'd never, you'd never have to pay for it though, because that is go, doing going to to visit family, especially family that are in yeah. you know health situations. That's his his situation is absolutely textbook. Mm-hmm. That's that's a textbook yeah. situation. Yeah. Yep. But back to this uh, Papali thing. Yeah. She's uh, she's created a golf agreement, yeah, okay. and I'm literally looking at the photocopy of this fucking document. As uh, rule number one. You must train at least four times per week, with the exception of at least two running sessions and two weights slash circuit sessions. These sessions must be completed before you go to golf. Two, you're allocated two days of the week you choose solely for recovery. Three, you must eat clean six days a week with the exception of one day cheat meal, not a cheat day. Four, in addition to recovery days, you must also spend Saturday sorting out theory for carpentry course. Five, Upon completion of carpentry theory, you can allocate an extra day per week to golf without question or hassle from your, in capitals, beautiful, amazing wife. Six. Lastly, you must pull your weight during homeschooling sessions that have been planned and set aside by me. And then it's got, I, Josh Papali, hereby declare that I wholeheartedly agree to the principles set out in this agreement. In the event that these have not been completed in the week, I, Josh Papali, hereby declare that I forfeit all rights to any planned golfing excursions and must be available for my wife and kids upon their request. And then it's got name, Josh Papali, written down there, sign, signature, date, and then witnessed by name, Crystal for his wife. (laughs) Fucking tremendous. So uh, yeah, I mean, while we talk about lockdown shit, I thought that one might. Uh, you just reminded me that I, that I that Sky sent me out today. So uh, thank you, sir. Uh, got a good laugh out of it, and uh, it's great to see that some of these because you know, like players by and large aren't the sharpest tools in the in the shed, and certainly not the most focused on what's in you know what's important outside of the the, the game of football. Yeah. Um, and so it's good to see that, like. He's got a switched-on wife that's fucking cracking the whip pretty hard in a time where, you know, like a big boy like Papali, I mean, you could very easily see a situation where he come back looking. He could have a real Cassiano of an off-season, of an off-season under lockdown. So uh, <laughs> that was pretty, it was interesting. Um, what else we got here? Quade Cooper through the through the week signaled that he is uh, open to joining an NRL club on a short-term contract uh, if they can resume on May 28. Uh <clears throat> They, you know, he sees himself as, you know, potentially a bargain and uh, obviously he can't, he's contracted at the moment uh, in Japanese rugby to the Kintetsu uh, liners, but he can't go over there obviously because he's locked down in Australia, so he can't get to Japan to, and the, the competition's not going over there anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's left with a some unspecified period of time, of downtime, yep. presumably he wants to earn some cash 
And uh, apparently he's his dream. He's been playing, he's been training at Red Hill with uh, Pingu Jr. And the Broncos can't, they've got a 30-man roster. They can't, you couldn't sign with them if you wanted to. However, they're saying there's, you know, there's a couple of clubs that could, but it's always been his dream. He's 32 years of age. Okay. He's played rugby and he's re-signed contracts and he's dallied with joining the NRL. Remember a couple of years ago, it's like Parramatta or someone who was looking to go. So it's always been his dream to play NRL, except when he left school, he went to rugby instead of, of rugby league. And then he had that time where he was dallying between contracts to, to, to go to the Eels, chose to go to rugby then as well. And so it's always been his dream, but now... Now it's time to fulfill, when there are no other options, it's time to fulfill that dream. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm, I, saw, I saw some harsh, harsh words directed at him on social media and uh, and our Facebook group earlier in the week. I don't have anything against it. I don't fucking know anything about. I mean, honestly, I don't follow rugby. I don't give a fuck about rugby. I mean, I know, you know, I know who he is if I saw him in the street, and you know, I. I you know, I know his name. You know, popping up in you know in when he actually you know so did something good in rugby years ago. Call him twenty paces later. Yeah. Famous. As you know, I'd see him. Yeah. And then twenty paces later, I'd be like, he looks oh, familiar. Oh, yeah. Fucking, that's who that is. Mm. Right. Yeah. Now, I again, he's probably just fucking worded that. A rugby fullback though could not immediately on a short-term contract, make the transition to rugby league. It would be an absolute fucking, Fuck absolute fucking liability. And if he wants to play in the halves, can you imagine a situation where he's getting greats of the game, like fucking Curtis Sirinan and fucking Joel Thompson running at him, Jakey Turbo, fucking, he would be, and then, then you get your kick hours and you get your fucking, well, I guess, I was gonna say you get your fucking you get your fucking CHNs. Well, <laughs> your fucking kids CHNs. <laughs> Thompson is by no means a fucking great. He's not even great enough oh. to put a dent in the fucking mammoth behemoth that is BJ Lalua's fucking super player rants. He was a oh, he, flip on that radar. Well, he's like the only he's the, he's like the only NRL players like fucking calm down you yeah. you fat mess. <laughs> <laughs> you make us look bad. <laughs> I love that song you did about just taking a DNA test. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah, it, you wouldn't you wouldn't put him in charge of a team. So he's by no means a fucking like structural playmaker. What I've seen mentioned is that indeed the example being given. It was the Bulldogs side who weren't overly happy with the the start to the season from Lachlan Lewis in guiding the team around and with Wakem being such a, a, a young, inexperienced oh, yeah. player. So you would, all, you would oh. almost categorically need a dominant seven and play him in effect just because of his body shape, almost like another centre. As a, as a running six, yeah, and like he can kick, obviously, you know, so that's great. Yeah, you know, he could he could do so, he could, he probably has a reasonable kicking game that he could bring to the table. But man, I just don't think it's it's defensively, it's just not the same thing. I think he would get fucking smoked, and he and especially if he's only like, oh, I'm living the dream for like three or four months. It's like. It, 
So again, so similar to, and what I'm talking about here is, mm. you look at the transition that Dylan Walker made. Yeah. Six. Mm-hmm. When he was just a foil for a dominant yep. playmaking seven. Yep. You're a big body type. Run when you can. Draw some defense. And you got you know if you're fast and got a bit of footwork yeah, or whatever you know like yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. I, fuck. But, but yeah. really, who takes that risk? He sees his strengths in the game being ball skills and communication skills, driving people around the field. Oh, so, cool. yeah, and he reckons six is his best position. Theoretically, although he acknowledges that high balls and bringing the ball back are probably not his thing. So, he wouldn't, so although he he plays, he could play fullback. He doesn't see that as his position. So at least I guess he's self-aware. I guess he's self-aware enough to, yeah, you know. Right. But yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't think it would happen um, unless he I mean if it really is his dream and he wants to play for fucking nothing or or close to then maybe he may he may and you know, land I, there first. I would be fully behind him if the statement was I can't do anything right now. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing good things like, you know, like the training with before the shutdown. Yep. He'd go train. He went and trained with like a, he put out on Twitter, like, you know, who's a, a local club or whatever. And, yep. you know, I want to come and train with people. And so he went down, he went down and trained with Sky, who, who sent us the Papali thing. He went down and trained at Bean Lee uh, with his team. And he went, he trained at like, I think the Grange with like an AFL team cool. and, um, or not an AFL, an Aussie rules team. And um, <clears throat> so that sort of stuff, great. But again, if you'd have said, I can't do anything now. Yep. And I'd be happy to, to play an NRL, to play in the NRL. I'd love to. It'd be great. And I'll do it for fucking match payments. Yep. Throw me an opportunity. Because it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. I am, like, if somebody says, I want to fucking achieve this and I want to do this. Yep. I will back them 100%. You know, um, it was the same reason I got behind uh, Jared Hayne when he went over to yeah. his dream. Yep. Yep. You know, all the fucking hate that he got. Yep. I was 100%. If that's your challenge and you want to do it, and he fucking... There's nothing worse than a situation like that where, of course, it's long fucking odds. Yeah. But you don't need to be the guy to, to be saying like, oh, he's not going to fucking make it. Yeah. I hate those cunts. Yeah. But, but to, to say, oh, this is my dream. Yep. Yeah. Your dream, you've had ample opportunity yeah. in your prime yep. to... Segue and transition into living your dream. Yeah. Like, how old's Cameron Smith now? 34? 67. Yeah. So, you know, wouldn't that be better for him to come out and say, look, I understand that I'm a fucking old man here mm-hmm. and I've got kids that are going to be younger and mm-hmm. faster and stronger and this. Yeah. But I think with determination and skill, I can, you know, um, succeed or be a, a positive addition to a team. Yeah. Go that route. Yeah, and like, and if you, and if you know, kick, your kicking game and your organisational and your ball skills are such a great thing, you know, somewhere like the dogs, where maybe I can mentor these kids into you know some more creativity or something yeah, in the perfect situation. But don't don't try and sell me this dream bullshit because you've had your chance to do your dream, son. Correct. Uh, speaking of uh, dreams, the Broncos are dreaming of a life without Darius, oh. as Darius Boyd has stated, there is no chance in hell. That he will relocate to Sydney, even if that's the only way to keep an NRL season going, go. and he will retire before relocating to Sydney. Um, so, just remind me again, what's the deal with retiring mid-season? 
in terms of yeah yeah I, I would imagine so yeah yeah they, and there's yeah I don't think it's and they still have to bring somebody up yeah, and with this and with this medical retirement thing, it wouldn't fucking surprise me if they could find a way. So, I mean, the way that South's got Burgess off the book, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he's saying that uh, there's no chance in hell I could do four months away from my family, and that is something I would not be okay with. The uh, game of rugby league is very important to a lot of people, but at the end of the day, your mental health and well-being is a lot more important. So many games at so many different levels, if I did miss out, I'd be pretty content with what I've been able to achieve. So, uh, yeah. He doesn't want to be... He doesn't want to... Uh, now that his child is Earthside, he doesn't want to uh, migrate Sydney side. Selfish. Once yes. again, another Queensland State of Origin player. Trying to sabotage no the wonder, game for their own. No wonder their state's major fucking corporate sector needs to fly in workers just to fly them out again. Because <laughs> yeah. lazy, dumb cunt Queenslanders don't want to put the fucking honest day's work in for the honest day's pay. <laughs> and I saw that uh, that uh, Palaszczuk was saying that, this, despite the headline saying that she was clamping down and saying there's no state of origin, she didn't say that at all. She said. Given everything that's going on at the moment, I can't see Origin happening this year. She didn't say, oh, I'm fucking putting a stop to this nonsense. She didn't say it at all. But, um, you know, you know my feelings on bitches with no chins. Is that a large segment of the population that I need to be aware of? Fucking it's just They both happen to be on the same side of politics, but I don't know if that's profiling or not. Um, but she's been doing much more important things, you know, like trying to make sure that the fucking state's economy doesn't collapse. <laughs> yeah, and uh, everyone doesn't and everyone doesn't die of a fucking coronavirus. Um, that when somebody says, "Oh, so do you think Origin can go ahead?" She probably automatically thinks, "Oh, okay, a game in Sydney, a game in Melbourne, a game in Brisbane." Nah, Unlikely. And she even says, "Look." I love. She's like, I love footy. I love footy. I love Origin as much as the next person, but she. I just. I don't. I don't see it happening because she's well aware of the fucking logistics on on the national again, leaders. She's probably not thinking when she answers that question. Oh shit! All the players may be in fucking Penrith's rugby league. Yeah. Eden. So that would work anyway. Yeah. She's probably thinking about the current structure. How much performance do you think that the players would get if they were eating, like, you know, the, the golden chopstick or whatever it is they've got there out of the world of entertainment? But, uh, the thing is, with the thing with Palaszczuk is, though, as well, like, what she needs to understand that is if. If Queensland players do not want to relocate to play potentially a three-game series in New South Wales, that is a forfeit, and that is three in a row, and you're going to have to fucking eat that. Yeah. What was the year that Queensland got it on technicality? On the draw, I don't remember. Look, I've blocked out a decade of games, but it was, I believe it was pre-2010. Yeah, I was having this discussion with someone on the Facebook group, you know, like two weeks ago. And I mean, admittedly, I was just like tro- just like trolling them just to keep them coming back. Let's start. Let's start the New South Wales victory memes now, because Queensland have forfeit. 
Yeah, and and we go, oh, but they didn't play a game. How can they be awarded the series? They didn't play a game. That, that, that's right. I agree. I, I, I agree hundred percent. We didn't play a game, so therefore the series is tied zero zero, which is in fact a draw. You would yeah, agree. Correct. And in the case of a draw, the incumbent side retain the trophy. Look, I don't like it. I'd change the rule if I could. Yeah. But it's the rule. We got to live with the rule. Yeah, oh, put me there. Look, if I had the power, the first day I walked into my job as the chairman of the fucking commission, the first, the very first thing I would do. <laughs> yeah. After that. And, uh, and after that. And then then after that, I'd kick Norths out of all lower grades as well and, and, and ensure that it's completely wound up. Then... After that, the very first thing I would do was stop. Would stop this tremendous, you know, injustice of the game about the drawn series going to the incumbent. Yeah. I'd put the, you know, it would be extra time for infinity until we had a winner. Yes. But that's not the rule right now, and I can't change it. I'm not. An, I'm not the chairman of the commission. Oh yeah, I'm. Look, I, I'm. I'm with you, Queenslanders. It's a terrible thing, but you've got to play. You've got to play the whistle, yep. and unfortunately, the whistle says three in a row. You lose. <laughs> You lose, fucking cowards. <laughs> what else? Oh, fucking speaking of fucking cowards, Channel 9. Tell you what, these cunts. <sighs> I don't want to get too wound up. This happens every week. But these fucking are. These, the, 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 this has happened after the last episode of the show was recorded, I believe. Where these little cunts. All these minor fucking journalists from Channel 9, but their bios all indicated that they were, in fact, employed by Channel 9. Yeah. Or even like the fucking gadget guy off the Today Show who all who never tweeted a single fucking tweet about rugby league in his entire social media life. All of a sudden, at the same, around about the same time, like it was about 10 past 12 p.m., yep. all, of the, all of these fucking people tweeting... About how you know rugby league's kid and Channel Nine, you know, and it was so fucking transparent. So it was obviously like an all points fucking bulletin sent out by Channel Nine mm-hmm. to say, uh, "Hey everybody, we need to turn the tide of sentiment against the NRL." So all of you people with your Twitter accounts, tweet out something supporting Channel Nine's viewpoint, or more to the case, being aghast. At the at, at how the NRL could possibly think yes. that they could you know dare come back and cha- and then think Channel Nine are the bad guys in this whole scenario. Yeah. And then you see the how the turns table. Mm-hmm. Now we've got like people who've made a fucking multi-year career in kicking rugby league, like your Buzz Rothfields. Now they're. <laughs> Now they're champions of rugby league in the battle against Channel Nine. These shifting fucking allegiances. I swear to God, it's like a fucking ocean something movie. Like, so many, so yeah, fucking so, so many twists, so many shifting sands of allegiance, backstabs, reversals. You son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! I'm here. Fucking compu bot, whatever. But um, mate, it. It's just the fucking landscape at the moment. Mm. When you're dealing with anything from the majors, yep. And by that, it's either side your fox or your yep. ninth. You need to look at it and say, well, okay, what's their investment here? Yeah. What do they want? What do they gain? Because no media outlets' goal anymore, no, is to provide balanced, unbiased, unbiased coverage of a yeah uh, news or exposés 
or investigative journalism, yep. or even interesting thought pieces. Yep. Right? It's just about clicks and revenue. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's how to get clicks and revenue. And this is the clearest example of that I've seen in fucking ages from Channel 9. And we had some like clear examples when football was going on last season, but yep. this is now they're getting even more so. It's the best I've seen since when Dave Smith went yeah. to the negotiating table yep. and he said, no, 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 Channel 9 and Fox, you can't come in here together. Yep. You need to come in here separately. Mm-hmm. And you both tell me what you want and I'll tell you how much of it I'm happy with and then the other one can do the same or do this. Yep. When all the Murdoch press started running that, you know, AFL was the real sport of Australia and it's the sport of the future. And, we can and this banker is not, an, there's not a rugby league person and he's going to drive the NRL into the yeah. fucking ground. And, exactly. Yeah. So that, that was pretty fucking clear yeah. then. Then we have Channel 9 coming out and doing it. Mm-hmm. And again, we didn't disparage the NRL for their position in this. No. So we can't disparage Channel 9s. They're fucked as well. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and it's fair to say that they also did not... See a once in a once in a lifetime pandemic. I'll tell you what though, just a quick digression though, or a diversion off the side of this, this conversation. This may not be once in a lifetime. No. Someone did see it coming. Who? Fucking Wimbledon. Really? Wimbledon added recently, within meaning the last two years, I think it was, yeah. a fucking clause to their insurance covering pandemic. And so Wimbledon obviously will not proceed this year yeah. as things are at the moment, especially with England being more fucked than you know a lot of places. Yeah. But I think they got they got something like a hundred and forty one million dollar payout as a result from their pandemic insurance. Good on them. Yeah. So 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 yeah. So yip yip and you know fucking way to suck it to Jerry boys. But um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, that's, that's just the way it is. <laughs> and so, yeah, so anyway, back to, so, so yeah, these places that obviously could not have, never have seen it coming and shouldn't be held, you know, throttled for it. Uh, yes, or someone did. I just thought, I saw that, I thought, oh, fucking good for them. Yep. That'll keep you in scones for fucking, <laughs> and fucking Pim's punch for, <laughs> for years to come. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so Channel 9, they're, obviously they're not... So they're fucking bleeding, yeah. like everybody else. Mm-hmm. They're trying to ditch the money that they owe the NRL. An instant saving of $130 million, I believe. Yep. The contract hasn't been fulfilled. Now, mm-hmm. Whether that's right or wrong is another issue. And you see the way that they're very careful in, careful in their wording in trying to de- define things, because obviously if Rugby League comes back, then it's Rugby League. Channel 9 televises it for, you know ostensibly the terms of the contract they're like oh no but it's not the premium product that we're paying for because there's no fans in the stadiums that makes it less premium etc 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 so they're trying to actually fight a couple of battles they want the overall battle yeah. but then they also they're also laying the groundwork for degrees to yeah. pay less and not nothing you know you, if they have to yeah you guarantee they'll be going to their advertising mm-hmm. the agencies and the third parties that want to sell all of that shit yep trying to get as much as they can and the advertiser, I mean, they don't want to. You, the only the only advertiser of rugby league who should be paying top dollar today 
is fucking Harvey Norman still because that cunt has come out and he was like, oh yeah, it's like like Donald Trump has said, like, oh, why are you worried about this? You know, so he should fucking pay top dollar and any and if he had any commitments to advertising, he should fucking keep all of those. I would have loved fucking for Volandis to go on back and go on. We don't understand why Channel Nine don't want to pay us more. We think that we're actually providing them a better product because. Everyone in the country is locked in their fucking house. They can't be anywhere but watching the footy. Yeah, and I tell you, I, 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 it's not until the last couple of weeks, like, I, you know, not being a, a resident of New South Wales and in front of, like, the local, in quotes, news nightly, yeah. I didn't have, a, I didn't know a great deal about Volandis in his past, but that guy, he's a fucking business monster down there. Yeah. And like with the the equine flu shit in like you know the the late two thousands yeah. you know before the two thousand seven or whatever with the with racing, he he is a fucking custom made to be the guy in this position right now. Which begs the difference. What did the NRL know? When did they know? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's been on the commission for a couple of years though, right? And then he's like be, become the chairman, you know, after a couple of years already, sort of there. But um, that's what I'm saying. Oh, look at that. There's another fucking... How did that not get muted? I'm sure I muted all those at the start. There we go. Fucking shut your mouth, bitch. Um, so, yeah. Is this somebody... But did you see the way that he actually... The way he's played it? Channel 9 had that release that came out, you know, under Hugh Marks' name. It's like, you know, we're all the shit cunts and they're fuck this and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then he's come out the next day and sort of been like, oh, look, you know, we're not that far apart. You know, it's like... It was pretty a pretty cuckish response. Not a, Certainly not as strong as what, what I would wanted to see from Rugby League. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's negotiated a $250 million line of credit yeah. to basically mean they actually aren't hurting for money anymore. Yeah. Like they can, they can keep it, the, the sport's going to stay, remain alive. Yes. Um, all of that, yes. that part has been, you know, saved and retained and, and they don't, they're not dependent on all this channel nine money. Yep. Um, sure. They'd like it and they, and you obviously make things a lot better but they don't need it to survive. And like, you know, clubs aren't going to fold all of that sort of things kind of taken off the yep. table now. And then that once that was secured, now the stories start coming out today. Like channel one is like, we need to kill the season like completely. And he's like, uh, 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 no, I don't think we will. And you know, what? I don't know how much we need you in this, <laughs> in this process either. It's, and I mean, that was just, I mean, and then you go, well, that's why he was being like, cause he knew that he knew what he was working on behind the scenes. Nothing fucking, and obviously the ink wasn't dry when he had to respond to that channel nine confident. thing yep yep Slightly confident yep and then being able to go um in rebuttal fuck yourself mm-hmm. deeply yep it's an absolutely perfect situation to be in and also a sign of the massive, massive fucking misery that Channel 9 had of this situation. Yeah. How the fuck you ever think that the rugby league watching, supporting, whatever you want to call it, community... They're not going to take... value the station that it's on. More so than that. the code, essentially, yeah, you know, the it. entire code, yeah. That's it. This has come out that they don't even essentially value the players more than the code. Yeah, that's right. I, the, the, the misread was there from the RLPA as well. Not fucking uncommon. Yeah. Surprising they can read it all to misread though. But that the, the whole whinging, oh, we don't, we don't want this and we don't want that and we don't want this and we don't want that. 
the, the average man in the street doesn't give two fucks about that. We want games on television. Yeah. Or you know what? I don't give a fuck. I haven't watched Channel 9 in years. Exactly. I don't give a fuck how the games are. I mean, I know there are people out there who are kind of, they hear the word streaming and they get all, you know, they feel a certain way. Yeah. And this, this is a potential taxi industry moment for Channel 9. Yeah. They can look at this and they can respond like the taxi industry did when Uber mm-hmm. entered the marketplaces. Yep. By trying to dig their heels in and trying to disparage their competition and trying to say, but, oh, we've been here for so long and we're so great and we're this and we're that. Mm-hmm. Or they can go, fuck, there's a reason people aren't upset that we're losing this. Yep. What do we need to change? Yep. We've been fucking too slow. Yep. And I will also say that, I mean, it's like, although I'm very firmly in the streaming camp, I live my life in the streaming world, you know, Netflix, Stan, Anime Lab, fucking you name it. I don't, I don't have, uh, you know, I, I, I disconnected Foxtel years ago, uh, probably two years ago now, uh, after, after the end of a rugby league season, never had the urge to get it back. And I'm very happy under that proviso to have to have no free to air games because it doesn't cost me anything to watch all eight games every week anyway. Um, I do understand though that, you know, maybe even if it was like a, a Netflix sort of tier thing where it was stand thing where it costs $10 a month for argument's sake, yep. I can understand that people probably wouldn't be, you know, not everyone would be into that or would, uh, you know, and because that's, that costs more than, Two games on Channel Nine on Friday and one, oh, sorry, a game on Channel Nine on Friday and a game but on Sunday. Let me put something to you. When I say gigantic internet companies, which ones come to mind? Well, in terms, I mean, like, I, you know, because I'm an IT person, so, okay. I'm, so I'm thinking, yeah, like, in what space? <laughs> okay, cool. Like, yeah, you know, like, you know, Google, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, okay. you know. Okay, so, so, yeah. so let's just purely online companies. So Apple. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, but they have online. They have they have music, no, they music and products. TV streaming. Yeah, but Apple make products. Yeah. Right, so let's say so Google. Yep. Um, Facebook. Yep. What are their number one revenue source? It's all advertising. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the NRL's number one revenue source? Inadvertently. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's it's advertising by by proxy of Correct. yeah the networks that pay them Correct. that are fueled by advertising. Well, one yep. of the simplest ways to increase margin on anything you do in business is to cut out the number of people in the supply chain. Yeah. The number of parties in the supply yep. chain. Yep. You know, you reduce margin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, or increase your margin, reduce the margin yeah. they take yeah. every time you do it. So for the NRL to come in, I'd be 100% fine with an NRL app and they can still do Friday night, there's two games for free. And you, you know what? For 10 minutes in half time and you know, yep. before and after, you know, fucking smash me with ads. Exactly. Yep. And they put an ad out and say, so, you know, agencies that used to deal with Channel 9, you now deal direct with us. <laughs> we fucking post all the advertising people from Channel 9. Yep. Cut the fucking dead weight because I'm sure half of them are frittatas, <laughs> with all due respect. <laughs> they now work for us. Yep. Deal with it. Yep. And so here's your advertising, same product, bigger audience. <laughs> Let's go. Yep. And then from there, you get your two free games on a Friday night or Thursday, whatever, whatever they fucking want the schedule to be. Then they can do another one on Sunday afternoon. It's yep. free. Yep. And it's the thing, you have the app. You don't have to subscribe. That's 
if you've got if you've got the app on your Apple TV or on your smart TV yep. or on your fucking Google whatever the thing is. It's exactly the same platform that Hulu uses, and for mm-hmm. those that don't know, Hulu is a paid service like Netflix. Yep. But it runs current TV series. So the idea is it's on free to air TV or some pay TV in America one day and then twenty four hours later it pops up on Yep. But this is the other thing as well. The NRL, uh, while I would, you know, I'd love to have their own streaming thing, it's a subscription-based thing, they could also farm games out to other services. For example, the NFL had a period there where the Thursday night football game yep. was live and free on Amazon Prime. Correct. And you know, shit like that. I mean, there's no reason why the NRL couldn't negotiate similar you know, similar sort of deals with other services that people might, you know, even if it was like, you know, it doesn't really fit into the Netflix's core thing. But, you know, think of something to everyone like KO or, you know, something in Australia that everyone, yeah, well, yeah. But, I mean, just, they're going to have to, they'll probably, they'll have to line up as well like everyone else. But, yeah. But it's funny, like I've seen um, UFC. Yeah. The minute, I mean, the minute rugby league, it completely extricates itself from, from Fox. No, they've no one. No one likes fucking selling houses Australia that much no, to fucking keep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, no fucking way. No how. Um, it's funny. It's just uh, just today I saw uh, this morning uh, a, a, a similar network situation, like where a place that was on TV elsewhere and everything, and they moved things in house was UFC, and I mean they still have like their their pay per view sort of events on ESPN now, yep. but. They've got the this uh, the uh, the fight pass app and like library they've got. They buy the fight libraries of other defunct organizations, and so you've got all you've got all these fights from the UFC's past, plus all these fights from like other organizations in Japan or elsewhere. Yep. They do live telecasts of like Australian minor shows. If they've got the ability to film it and stream it. They'll be the plat. They'll let them. They'll become the platform. They'll be the platform for yeah. them to for their subscribers, so people around the world can see these yeah. these things going. I saw this morning Dana White's going. Why are you stuck home at quarantine? Hit up Fight Pass. Not only do we have all the fights, we got all these. We've just grabbed all these fucking martial arts movies. We've just thrown all these martial arts movies on the on the platform as well. Like and punchy, punchy. yeah, check it. And they got all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I was a. Like, and like you know, the NFL do it's fucking excellent as well. And if you want to, see, and if you really want to see what my dream of of a, the NRL's digital owning it all in house looks like, get on fucking uh, Game Pass now on NFL because while this whole lockdown shit's going on, it's free, and you can see you got all these past games, you got fucking like all these quality productions about you know, yeah. oh, it's, it's fucking it's, it's amazing. One hundred percent happy. Yeah. If they started and, and didn't say, okay, you're going to have past games, you're going to have this, yep. you're going to have that, you're going to say, we're just going to start from now and this is the goal. Yep. So within five years. Oh, roll, roll shit, roll shit back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just roll it in as you get it. Yeah. But I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if they did like a fight pass sort of thing where and you've got like, so if fucking Serbia are playing Spain for a, a, a fucking position in the in the tier of something to get into, you know, the early qualifying for a World Cup in three years' time, you can watch that game. You can watch yeah, you can watch all you can watch the American, you know, fledgling American league. And yeah, yeah, and that extra exposure for those guys and eyeballs coming from us would probably it, it would bolster them 
and it would, you know, it would be more people watching it here than be watching it over there, yep. without a doubt. And you know, something, you know, what could come from that? But then it's also something for the California rugby league yep. to be able to put it in its game. Yep. Do you like the sport? Download this. Mm-hmm. Our fucking the way internet shit works. Yeah. Referral code. Get yep. this. Support the whatever. Yep. It's not fucking. Yeah, you know, it is fucking hard, but. But when you think about it for five minutes flat, you can just think of the opportunities and the and yeah and the possibilities. We, we essentially have a roadmap to the NRL being self sufficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can you imagine now lockdown? So lockdown. Yep. They go to a couple of coaches, and they say because say what you like about him with fucking crystals and you know being a bad date, but. Matt Elliott could explain a play. I fucking love listening to him on ABC Grandstand. I love listening to him talk. Yeah. Yep. If there was a choice now, and I had that NRL app on my phone, and there's lockdown, and there's Mm -hmm. no classic games to watch. Yep. There's nothing. Like, there's no Big Brother live cam going into Nathan Cleary's shower for me to jack off to. (laughs) Do you need the actual whole shower, or do you just... I mean, because really, it's it's just the chin, right? I mean, you only need, like, shoulder up, or... No, I edge myself. <laughs> and then when he throws his head back, to rip the hair off. Yeah, uh, that, that's the moment. That's when I, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would sit there and watch Matt Elliott go over plays and explain, or, you know, you, you probably wouldn't get the, the experience, you know, John's and, and that right away. But... You probably would because their jobs have evaporated yeah. on media or otherwise, you know what I mean? Um, there is so much potential out there. And if I had the choice to cancel my subscription of paying whatever it was, 10 bucks a month, or continuing to watch that stuff, yep. I would 100% keep that subscription going. Yep. And then the NRL doesn't get itself in that situation now where they're beholden to another entity's performance. Yeah, exactly. And especially another entity that, you know, has a powerful foothold in both print and television media yeah. where they can wage a fucking campaign yeah. of, you know, diminishing the, yeah. the, the value of, a, of, of, the, of the league. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Do you remember the, the, the tone of Moses Suley's manager's reply to the, was it the mob? Yeah, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. I doubt it because it's it's not like it's the first thing he's ever got wrong. It was pretty. It was a pretty good one in terms of like an immediate an immediate clap back. Like normally, like he'll say something and then you know maybe like the player's father or Twitter will say yeah nah. Because did you see there was something else he said too? There was he had his it was his last article um, for for Channel Nine and he sort of said when he put the link out there he said this is the last one. But he said something about referees, like the part-time referees getting, the sh- yeah, not getting mon- any money, and they got the shits with the full-time referees who've been paid yeah. full, full, full freight to do nothing. Yep. And then some guy who was like the head of like the a, a referees association or something said, "Uh, yeah, um, hi, hi, Molly, it's uh, Phil, uh, whatever he's, I can't I forget his name off the top of my head. Don't have it in front of me. Um, yeah, I'm the, uh, yeah, that's uh, that story is actually not not the least bit true. And uh, <laughs> and so he just like he replied to him on Twitter. And um, but wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah, though? because that that's the risk. The minute the NRL go digital, yep, the fallout they're going to have to manage is both fucking sides of the media just going full fucking clickbait. If there's any video, do you reckon they do you reckon they go full, they they go full on clickbait or they or do you reckon they go more like ignore? 
like diminished coverage. I think at the end of the day, they still have to they still have to sell newspapers and there's and the people who are potentially going to buy the newspapers are people who are still fans of rugby league yes. and going to, and they're going to need that they're going to want they're going to want the coverage print content as well true but they're also do you remember yeah, I know you're saying though. They'll drive like it'll be like clickbaity stuff, and if there's anything remote, remotely scandalous, correct, and there will be fucking money offered. They'll be searching, yep, searching for anyone that had a drunken encounter with a player or anything like that. But you know what? The funny thing is, they're doing that now anyway. So they who are. fucking cares? Exactly, honestly. But for anything that's not that serious, I would fucking love for the NRL to actually have an active department. Yep. There was, you know, I guess like a... Like Mythbusters. Like Mythbusters <laughs> yeah. or um, yeah, something of that ilk where they yeah. could say, oh, look, this was reported here by this journalist and uh, here's the misquote mm-hmm. and here's what didn't happen. And so we've gotten that player and here's what they actually said or here's yeah. what actually went down yeah. in that instance. So here's the truth and yep. here's the fucking bullshit. It Let's could, it could, it could literally, it could literally just be a segment on one of their panel shows that they produce themselves in house, simply just or, you know, or like 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 media watches like a fifteen minute, you know, on the ABC, you know, once a week they could just do they literally that one show, half an hour episode once a week, yeah. shit on everything, and it would stop pretty quickly if they're getting called out on it, yeah. because well, the enemies of that, because the enemies of. The, the guys that get picked up for doing something, like if it's a News Limited one that does something, then the yeah. Fairfax ones are going to pick up the NRL's side yeah. and say like, look at these dumb cunts, how they did this. Yeah. And then and Fox is going to pick up when they, you know what I mean? So they're going to get a lot of smacks very quickly. Yes. But uh, the, the hashtag fuck Channel 9, um, hashtag Channel 9 suck the Volandis dick, bitch. Like the, the the Vossi thing, not teach Channel Nine that people are even more beholden to a specific commentator than they are to the network. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ, dumb fuck. They such a a parochial sport as rugby league is, and tribal sport yeah. as rugby league is. Yeah. How do they not fucking think that the the supporters of a tribe, one of sixteen tribes in a league? To that level, that they aren't going to fucking form like Voltron if someone's external to the league coming in and attacking it. it. it, It's just an absolute fucking misread of what they have. If you have a show and it's pulling massive fucking ratings at 7.30 and you move that show to 6 p.m., then you go, oh, ratings are hard. Shit, that means maybe people will not dinner with their family or are confusing or yep. whatever it may be and they're not watching that show at 6 o'clock. Yep. Every time they do something with rugby league they don't have that genuine feedback of public sentiment. Like when they fuck around with the kickoff times for State of Origin. Yeah, yeah. There's a massive fucking backlash on social media. And it, become, it became a thing on Twitter like, you know, with the, you know, with State of Origin start time and Friday Night Football, yep. you know, what's the lot is going to be, you know, at 8.02 or, you know, 7.55 or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's true. So they don't get that sort of feedback. So maybe they are just living in fucking fairyland. Maybe so.
okay quickly. We're talking uh, at the start of the show, talking about the Twitch streaming. It's at twitch.tv forward slash this week in league. Um, there's, it's not a regular time in which I get on. I sort of get on. It takes about two hours to play through four games. So I usually do them in four game chunks, uh, you know, two sessions over the weekend. So uh, basically go to twitch.tv forward slash this week in league and um, hit the follow button. And when that happens, you'll get a notification on your Twitch app that, you know, this week in league has gone live. And uh, that's the best way. That's the best way to, to find out. And I think it pushes out things on Twitter and stuff too, but I'm not sure about that if it's set up properly or not. But um, that's how you get on there. The recaps of the games this week, as per round five, if the competition was uh, proceeding as it should be. Uh, Mighty Manly Seagulls 22 to feed the Knights 4. A great moment in that one, and you, and if you see it on the Twitter, and you can actually, and what I also do, um, you'll see there's there's the two hour blocks of the streams that are up there, and you can watch through after the fact, which is, you know, probably not as fun as as doing it live. But then I also cut up the highlights, like all the scoring plays from all the games into individual game highlight packages, so you can actually go back and watch these. But there was a moment in the in the um, the Manly versus Knights game where. The Knights had the ball about twenty meters out from their own their own their own line, uh, working it out and working it out after some defence, and the dummy half passed it to Callan Pong at first receiver, oh, and it and and it bounced off his head and they turned over possession and Manly scored. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Um, the Rabbitohs thirty six to feed the Bulldogs six. Um, AJ is a fucking god in the game length of the field took a took a kick like Mansell did and once he's through the line fucking forget about it he's one he's one of the fastest guys in the game it's tremendous um the cowboys 22 to feed the broncos four like town malolo another big game uh, uh he was kicking goals yes <laughs> and he did uh he missed one from the touchline but he got a couple of, of wide out ones as well um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The Titans eighteen defeated the Storm six, which uh, featured uh, a double to um, who fucking scored? So Jared Wallace scored two tries. Jai Arrow put through a grubber for Jared Wallace to score under the post, which was the actual the the game ceiling try. Um, the Roosters seven defeated the Sharks six in Golden Point, and it was crazy. And the people I know Levy's was one of the ones watching on the stream, and he's like. I can't believe how fucking invested in this game. <laughs> like, like, it was, <laughs> it was fucking tense. Like, and like the sharks, the, the sharks came within millimeters of scoring a try and golden point. And then the next set, the roosters took it off the changeover, and they went down and kicked the field goal from about forty meters out to win it. Uh, the Panthers twenty four to feed the Raiders six after after falling behind six nil almost immediately with some a frittata glitch in in this glitchy fucking cunt of a game. Um, and then Mansour had two tries in that game. Uh, Did they ever respond to your email? Not the sec, not the third time. We were, we were going back and forth for a little bit, but um, now now you now you mentioned it. No, uh, the Warriors twenty four defeated the Dragons twelve. Uh, fucking great. Two of Arsashek first touch of the ball straight through snap step ankles. snap and ankles scores oh, under yeah. the sticks, and then and then there was another situation where it was either a kickoff or off a off a deep kick, and uh, Fusatua got the ball. Palm two guys off and eventually got tackled. Then about five minutes later, another deep kick goes to Fusatua. He did two steps through the line, and then the fullback came across to uh, to try and stop him, and he's just like, but <laughs> just palmed him straight in the face, and uh, and away he scores under the post. And finally, the uh, Tigers eighteen defeated the Eels zero, and it was uh, Golden Boot Benji. 
He, uh, he put the put the, the grubber in for Aloye to score, and he also Chip and Chase scored himself. He was the man of the match, and uh, he was tremendous. And uh, one of the other things I forgot to mention: the Panthers game. Uh, Yo scored a try, uh, two steps, and uh, uh-huh. through the line, scored to the right, to just to the left upright. Of course, he did. He got up. Clearly, did not have a fucking clue where he was. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash this week in league. We've um, almost satisfied the requirements to become a Twitch affiliate. We've satisfied three of the four requirements. They have like a little checklist you need to tick off. You need to stream for a certain amount of hours. You need to stream stream on a number of individual days. You need to have a certain number of followers. You need to have a certain number of average viewers. And we've got all of those except for the number of days because there's only been four streams. You need to do seven. So yeah, three. Yeah. So I may even just fuck around and just stream the next couple of days anyway just yeah. to just to tick those days off. And then we become affiliate. And then I think the next thing after that is partner. And, you know, then, then we're like ninja. And then we just stream for a living and get all the money. <laughs> Although, and it will set up, and, we, and then and then we set up uh, any if any uh, NRL players have streams that you know about on Twitch. Let us know which ones they are, and we'll hit them up and we'll, and see if we get these fucking cowards to yeah, squat up, yeah. <laughs> squat up in Fortnite, <laughs> and we'll do it. We will do it. But uh, yeah, it's good fun. I'm getting better at the game. I'm thinking of uh, I'm gonna tomorrow. I'm gonna trial out just the next difficulty level yeah, up. Bro. Which is the second highest difficulty, the second highest difficulty level, and uh, because the score lines now, like as you can see, like I could get a, usually hold them to one try, yep. you know, usually, and can usually score three or you know three or four. So well, I'd be interested to see if it actually ramps up the difficulty, or if it just does things like makes their sidesteps more effective against you and give you no chance to actually... Yeah, like what I've noticed uh, from the, the... There's four difficulty levels. So on the lowest difficulty level, I noticed that you can pretty much get the ball off the kickoff and if you time the step right, you can step and you're through and you're fast enough to go length of field and score. Yeah. And in, in those cases with 10-minute halves or 9-minute half games, you could get anywhere... You could win anywhere between 80 to 120 nil. <laughs> it was very fucking easy. So then I went up to the next level, which well, immediately when I started, it was fucking hard. It was it was a difficult level. Like I I couldn't find a way to score, and I could sort of hold them out too. They were their attack was a little bit better, yeah. and if they broke your line, pretty much none of your players could catch them. Yeah. So, but it, generally speaking, it was it was okay. And um, but now like now you know, you play for position. You try and you actually put a kick in. If you're on your 30 meter line and it's yeah. a fifth tackle, you don't try and spin it. You 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 try, you try and boot it as far as you can, you know. Yeah. And um and then eventually you can win the territorial game. They'll make a mistake and then then you're attacking from 10 meters out and you can get some points. And you sort of play, it makes you play it like you know real in quotes. Yeah. But uh, the next level, I don't know what it holds. I assume that their attack will be better. So. Um, like then now, if I if I go behind by a try early, I'm not too unless I'm using like the dragons or a really shit team, and it's not necessarily a shit team as in a bad team. It's a team that doesn't have certain players with certain attributes. Like if you've got a halfback with a little bit of speed who can step, then that's usually you can usually count on that guy to get you a couple of line breaks, yeah, which could yeah. develop into something to, to get your points eventually. Yeah. Um, some teams, for example, the dragons just don't have that. Like fucking Jammer is the best like. He's a beast for the dragons. Hunt Norman, absolute fucking garbage. Yeah. I mean, you could probably put make you know make Dufty the halfback and capitalize on the fact that he's speed or whatever. So are you saying Mary was right all along? <laughs> <of his> fucking- <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. And, uh, because we're going to give him Titans. Titans garbage team. But Ash Taylor, he's got a step and he's got a bit of pace. Yeah. He can put shit on. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's good. But uh, yeah, we're, so we're thinking, we're thinking we might this weekend, we might put the... The idea is though, my ultimate goal is not in terms of the difficulty. My ultimate goal is to try and have the final product of scorelines be kind of realistic. Like, and that, and those scorelines were all fairly. I mean, there's no way the Tigers would beat the Eels 18 0, but 18 0 is not an out of the realm of possibility scoreline. And when you get these ones like, you know, 22 to 4 and, and you know, 24 6, they're very, they're very typical rugby league scorelines. Yeah. Um, which is, so the, the, the easiest difficulty level is just too many points scored and, you know, you can't do it. This one's pretty good at the moment, but it's starting to get to that upper edge. And so we'll see what happens on the next one. Uh, veteran, I believe, is the next level. So we'll have a look at that and, uh, See how it goes. Okay, mailbag. And actually, first thing I didn't mention with the streaming thing, if someone wants to go through the streams and get the scores from the last two rounds of action or three rounds, whatever it was, and add them, you know, go if the NRL has the, the table predictor thing still up, plug those points in and send me a screenshot of the current standings, that would be fantastic. I just... I do not have the fucking time. It's, I spend too much time fucking around on this shit for the show anyway at the moment. So um, if someone could do that, that would be grand... Uh, some comments from last week. Um, Nathan says, uh, can we get a segment like we used to have with Nat, but instead it's Jay as Daily Cherry Evans? More so. Uh, more so. I know more so's down with the four. I've played, I played one, one duo, random duo with him on Fortnite and we got the VR. So he's good to team up with him. He said, I can't believe how much Jay's DCE voice is spot on. Um, what else we got here? I, I seem to remember a fucking comment from one non-believing host of this show saying that I can't act. <laughs> so I'm pretty much the fucking De Niro <laughs> of rugby league acting. You're implying that it's a difficult role to play? Well, difficulty is only in how far it is from your natural personality. So it's extremely hard. You two are fucking. You you two are a fucking trick coin. You're like two sides. You're both fucking tails on the same coin. <laughs> uh, Ryan, a legend, and I, I'm. I would like to congratulate you, Ryan, on not having coronavirus. I believe because you were at Fat Belly Jacks the same day we were, and uh, and uh, none of us got none of us got the Rona. So um, and that was like the only time I'd been outside near any other people other than my family in like the last fucking month pretty much so so that was it was always it was like in the back of my mind like sunday afternoon in two weeks time that's a, that when i get to that monday i'm like all right did it didn't get the right so congratulations on not having the right right <laughs> i'm late to the party but after listening to the pod my one year wonder is paul hoff played origin and test footy in 91 and was greatly deserved he barely deserved to play first grade after that he got ended by fucking Mark Guyer in that origin, right? Like, I mean, he was one. I mean, think about it. Fucking Wally Wanker. Yeah. What did he do after that series with Guyer? Nothing. Yeah. Peter Jackson. We know what happened there. Paul Hoff. 
all the recipients of the Gaia elbow in that in, in, in that maniac game where he was just fucking like the 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 second most maniacal game of, of rugby league I've seen. And you know and, and the man fucking LOD with his headbutts and he's 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 still the, the king of, yeah, of, of maniac games because he did he did everything guy did in that one game in like ten minutes. Yeah. Like like he was fucking crazy. <laughs> But that yeah, but the thing with that game, it was he was swinging elbows yeah. and like he he, he cold cocked fucking Peter Jackson with an elbow, Paul Hoff with an elbow, and then he went to you know the face to face with Wally Wanker. Oh my god, I'm, I'll tell you, I've got a fucking semi just talking about it. Um, oh mate, he was he was awesome before the fucking uh, Crystal Pistol. <laughs> Simon said, okay, it's question time. Brad Thorne was born in Mosgiel, if that's a real place, and played for Queensland. James Tamau was born in Palmerston North and played for New South Wales. Are Kiwi-born players able to play for whichever fucking state sucks their dick the most? Or are South Island-born players maroons and North Island-born players automatically blue VD-infested pussies? Jason Tamalolo would be a blue VD-infested pussy under that system, asking for a friend. Hmm. It has, unfortunately, nothing to do with where they're born. No. And everything to do with where they play their junior footy and if they have played or declared for any uh, national team. And what Jay just described was the eligibility to play for New South Wales and the eligibility to play for Queensland is... If you fucking feel like it, they'll find a way. They'll find a way to 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 eradicate your Papua New Guinea and New Zealand. I mean, because then you got your fucking Tony Carrolls. Yeah, you, you Adrian Lambert, the PNG thing. Yeah, oh, I don't feel like Petro ever was in question, no. Because I'm just trying to think. His dad is even like a Redcliffe legend around. I mean, I don't think Petro Who was ever. Tony Carroll, Tony Carroll was. Yeah, I mean, then you had Brad Thorne was like. Rugby and like the rest of it, and like yeah, and and the, and the biggest thing that these the 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 cucks in Queensland had to bleed about is, oh fucking Peter Sterling was born in Toowoomba. Well, you fucking Queensland Moronia fucking Billy Moore was born in Tenerfield, bitch. I mean, they cancel each other out. Now let's get back to the other guys. <laughs> um, I I hope I fucking think I hope that's a thing in the past now. And I believe it is the last conjecture. I Over time, it will become those ones will become more distant, as you know. And and I don't think we're going to get these English, uh, you know, these sorts no, of things happening ever again. Because the last one that was in conjecture was Kiri. Yeah, but the, well, the last one that was in conjecture was that Martin Kennedy. Remember? <laughs> and remember, he had like a couple of good games for the Roosters, and they're like, "Oh my fucking god, it's a tug of war to see who's going to play yeah, Origin yeah, for." Yeah, and then he came up to the Broncos. And did he get done for being on the gear or something? And like he washed out almost immediately out of first grade, yeah. But yeah, Kiri. Kiri was the one and Kiri was like Kiri was on the record as considering himself Queenslander. Yep. Yeah. Just came out that he went, No, he's and then it was oh, I won't play Origin if I'm not for Queensland and then yeah. he came out. Motherfucker. 30 grand for a single, you know, 90 grand for a series if you play all three games. You'll fucking play. Don't, yeah. don't even play. Don't even try it, mate. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, does that mean that a, there's a diminishing of the, just the absolute passion for a state that players have? 
I don't know. I think as a player, you 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 could be excused for that slightly, because you would already have experience in some cases of having to put aside passion when you get selected, because not every kid is going to get selected for the side that they. Dare I say, barely any of the kids, probably, unless they're like absolute juniors that have you know, juniors of the club in which they support. Well, you know, unless you're like Penrith, where you have a legit fucking gigantic nursery to choose from. But even so, you get your situations where, like, you know, Wendell Sailors in Queensland, he, he goes for Manly as a kid. And it's like, you never, you know, it's, it's, it's a long... I didn't know that. And it's a long Wendell Sailor very well, I'm not surprised. And it's not a... And it's, he's a dead set fucker. And it's not a lot... Yeah, but I mean, like, for him, like, it was probably never really an option. He, he was going to get identified at school well before anything got that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, sure, there'd be, there'd, I mean, sure, scouts would be, be, be a scouting no matter where they were, but you'd be identified. They, they would be identifying people at a, at a certain age, at which you've probably already been identified by local. And let's face it, if the Broncos have got local scouts out here, mm-hmm. they probably have relationships with most of the schools. And so yeah. before you get to the giant carnival at the end of the year where all the scouts are, yeah, anyone that's fucking decent's already been ticked back and gone. Well, talking to real dad, talking about the carnivals at Toowoomba and everything, he's talking about a kid who's like a year older than Jax, who's playing in the halves and was kind of mentoring Jax there because he was like the gun. He's like fucking like 12 years of age. He's already on the fucking Broncos radar. Already. Like, so, I mean, yeah. And I don't think they're identifying. No, like, he, he does get a little bit, a little bit Ferguson-y and, um, and not like when he's talking about these kids. <laughs> So I don't know what it is. He does love a junior footballer. He loves it. Fucking yeah, loves it. There's this new, oh, you know what? And all, all you've got to do is look at this kid just to know what he's going to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I look at him. Yeah, I yeah. Him. <laughs> Every time. There's a different one. Oh, I hope he listens. This is a fucking test. We'll get a phone call. We'll get a phone call yeah. on Friday. Um, should, should we help plug his new thing? Well, he hasn't actually done anything yet, but he's gonna—he's setting—he's set, definitely setting up. Who he is, and on Twitter, if you are a listener of this show, and I believe there would be a fair fucking Venn diagram of crossover. Yeah, I mean, like you know, you've got there. there, there I mean, I, I could see that there is a there is a certain like oh, stepdad's my real dad because I mean you've been here a long time now, but yeah. there is a there is and, and you know what? I'm talking about potential audiences. Oh fuck it! I think it's, I think a hundred percent of it should. Should cross over, really? Because yeah. What he's doing, uh, and look on Twitter for yep. uh, at Pride of Lions. Yeah, is that was that the handle? Uh, do you want to verify that while I'm gibbering? Yeah, okay. So Let me. Um. So, real dad, the fucking magpie loving, sometimes to his old drink. Pride of Lions Pod. Pride of Lions Pod. He's um. Doesn't have enough time to do this show, but he has enough time to start, star in, and edit the world's premier podcast for LGBTQ fans of the Brisbane Lions AFL team. <laughs> so, I look forward to teaching him how to fucking use iMovie and shit, or use use these use these programs to edit shit. So if that's you. I've already got his website wish list there to set that up. 
<laughs> if you want a, uh, a queer eye for the Brisbane Lions guy, and is that it? And is, is that redundant to, to 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 say a queer Australian rules football fan? <laughs> oh, you know, look. <laughs> I think queer is in the, the old-fashioned term of the word is in odd, yes. <laughs> um, so we wish him all the, all the, the best for his yes. um, progressive new venture. <laughs> um, this is the ultimate test if he listens to it all completely through episodes still. Um, don't fucking tip him off, you cunts. Just between, between us. And then we just want to test him. <laughs> and I'll go so far as to say this. Really pathetic cuck that gets out there and thinks that they'll tip him off to him. And it's like, oh, yeah, oh. Oh, real dad, check, check, check the fucking the one hour, 20 minute mark on the fucking. <laughs> love me. Please be known that the first thing he will come back and say is, one of your pathetic cucks told me this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he will name you. <laughs> I look forward. To, I, I expect to get the, the the phone call by about lunchtime on Friday. <laughs> Maybe earlier, but we'll see. Um, oh, Cody, Cody on Facey, he gave us this great story. What got me into football? Dad always took me to the games when I was three to four years old, and then one day I went to work with him on a Saturday to quickly finish a job off, and he told me to knock on the door and tell them that he was coming. I proceed to knock on the door, and Paul McGregor opens the door and says, G'day, Cody. Your dad said you were coming. I thought you might want this, and gave me a signed Steelers football from greats like Rod Wishart, Paul McGregor, Dean Calloway, John Simon, etc. Fuck yeah. What a great fucking tale. Yeah. He's been shelving Mars bars ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you see that uh, I saw on Twitter today that uh, that Jamie Soward <coughs> must have done one of those bracketed playoffs for chocolate bars? That wasn't today. Oh, I saw, so he That's said the fucking weeks ago. No, no, but he said I saw a tweet today with the final, the grand final oh, winner. Did Mars win? Mars <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. I was on this fucking months ago. I tweeted out, you know. Everyone vote Mars bar. <laughs> Yeah, how does a St. George player be in a competition with a potential winner is Mars Bar? Yeah. It doesn't raise any eyebrows anywhere. Yeah, well, no, I mean, you know, it's still a niche thing. I mean, you know, we may be we may be huge in the rugby league podcasting world, but the rugby league podcasting world is still a subset of the rugby league anything world. I don't know. Um, it's the results, it's a results driven business. Yes, and true. Mars Bar has entered. <laughs> yes, as a, has it, well, it went deep, <laughs> deep into the competition, <laughs> and uh, ultimately retained its structural integrity all the way through to the end, <laughs> and embedded itself. And it would be terrible if too many people retweeted or quote tweeted or replied at Jamie that they um, they prefer their Mars bars frozen while they have a belt around their neck. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible yeah, yeah, he he would he wouldn't get that at all either. No. I mean, <laughs> someone would have to explain it to me eventually. Stuart Marla on uh, Twitter said, uh, "Considering your comments on any given Sunday and how much Oliver Stone was trying to cram in, if he set out to make it today, it would be a Netflix or HBO series with the luxury of exploring each concept individually and giving each star their own episode." Yeah, it's called ballers. It must probably and yet and and the, my reply was. Yeah, I mean, it would be great. Like, if it was a 10-hour 
series where you could flesh where you could instead of just having these weird little shoehorn things with Cameron Diaz and the relocation where that's a that's a strong subplot all of a sudden every interaction has to go from introduction to emotional ramp up a thousand yeah and then and then and then ultimately they all converge in episode 10 and you left you know fucking great however I will also say that I mean, given he's an Academy Award-winning filmmaker, I'm pretty fucking sure that he made that story exactly the way he wanted to do it. And, again, and uh, you know, uh, you know, he's an Academy Award-winning filmmaker. I, I think we have already proven that the Academy during the fucking seventies and eighties was fucking garbage, and the only thing he had to do to win an Academy Award was have a camera and just be one of the <laughs> ten people that did that. There's like twenty films you're shitting on there that are not that aren't his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come at me. What are the good ones? Oh, fucking okay. Let me get, let me, allow me to get the list. Just tell me. What's the one where fucking Jack Nicholson goes, here's Johnny? That didn't win anything, did it? Well, probably not because it was a good movie. It wasn't. Wasn't it? It was okay. I mean, it was a great, it was an iconic, great performance from Jack. Famous for one thing. That's what the fucking 70s were. Well, I mean, he had a couple. He had like the red rum and you know, the, the kids with the bicycle and the blood flying out of the thing. And yeah. a, see, uh, what I feel like is you don't actually <laughs> watch movies that I, closely. If I said to you, so I, I just said, here's the here's Johnny movie. Yeah, everyone would fucking know that. I don't think not, nec- say, I don't, not necessarily. I don't think. If you say what's the fucking red bum movie? I don't know what that is, but I know the here's Johnny reference. Well, I didn't say Red Bum, did I? So, so, so see, this is, see you, what you're doing here is I think you're you're being more ignorant about film than uh, than the than the actual quality of the films themselves are, are to blame here. Now, let me just start. I'm just going through. Where do you want me to start? Seventy or late seventies or what? Seventy. Okay. When 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 does cocaine start to affect the affect <laughs> the academy? In your opinion? Okay. So. Oh wow, Clockwork Orange was actually nominated in seventy one. There you Did go. It no, it didn't. French Connection one though. It's a good movie. Seventy two. Okay, so just oh, oh, seventy two. Seventy two. Godfather. Yeah. Fucking, you are not going to say shit about the Godfather. A fucking fat cunt actor. Oh god, all fucking mighty. Cotton balls in his cheeks, dancing around with a fucking orange in his mouth. <sighs> Godfather two in seventy four. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It's a great fucking movie. Rocky in 76. Overrated sports movie. Fuck out of here. The Deer Hunter. Another fucking great movie. Kramer versus Kramer. These are... Look, I'm, I'm not going to agree with... white guys saying the N-word at each other? Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, and there's, like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to agree with every, every uh, Academy Award winner being the best movie that year because, I mean... Shit, I mean, you know, the whole the, the 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 whole pantheon is littered with things that should have won and were robbed and, and and etc. But you know, I'm looking through there and there's like there's lots of fucking good movies there. Yep, lots of good movies. Yep. Stand test of time. Okay. Stand test of time, so son. Maybe movies are shit. I just maybe think I that I just think I just think that maybe you just maybe movies start for you. Maybe. <laughs> you know, like, Maybe I stick to those things with fucking pages of words in them. Oh my god, you you fucking luddite! <laughs> fucking fucking stepdad Kaczynski goes out to his fucking his little fucking cabin in the country to write a manifesto. What's the Unabomber, Ted oh, Kaczynski. Okay, yeah, 
I got a meme I'm going to put up on Facebook later. It like, talks about, you know, in isolation, like, you know, don't talk about, you know, the, the fact you can't get anything done in isolation. There was Theodore Kaczynski. When he was when he was when he was under lockdown and in isolation, he uh, he 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 created fifteen technical like fifteen uh, fifteen scientific devices, and wrote and wrote a wrote a thirty thousand page document, <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. Yes, but yeah, back to the point. Yep, Oliver Stone's a fucking hack, and making movies is a piece of piss. I don't think that was ever the point. Uh, Stoic Bunny says, uh, Friday Night Lights is a great school gridiron movie. I'm interested in watching that movie. And you know what? I think that one's up on Netflix, so maybe that can be the one this week. There we go. Boom, Friday Night Lights. I don't want it to be all about gridiron, but I mean, there's a suggestion, and I'm happy to run with it. Uh, also, oh, best of the best, very difficult to get. I've got a um, 720p version that I've acquired of the movie, which is probably... Is, the the best I didn't I couldn't find a 1080p Blu Blu-ray rip of it. Uh, I've got 720p. If anyone wants to see it, you will allegedly send it to them. Please contact me via direct message on Twitter or you know email business at thisweekinleague.com and I'll supply you with a uh, a link in which you can watch the movie. Voodoo Rock on Twitter said, I had a video conference with my CEO today, was wearing my This Week in League hoodie. Try explaining Twill Nation to your boss. I don't think it's that difficult, really, is it? It's just a a group of good cunts united in their love of the game and and listening to a uh, particular podcast. Correct. I don't... I did... That's... Am I am I oversimplifying it? I didn't find it that hard. I just feel like you don't need to to you don't need your CEO. You don't have to go. Oh, and then there's like you know Scott Minto and fucking <laughs> and and then you know St George fans you know, jam Mars bars up their ass while they auto asphyxiate themselves. And <laughs> I mean, there's certain things you don't need to. Look, at least it's straight away. Mm-hmm. I got a membership because I like it that much. I love them so much. I love them so much that I the the I love listening to the show and uh, you yeah, know they make me laugh and um and so I, I bought a I bought a hoodie because um this world's cold. It's a cold world. They entertain dumb cunts like me, telling them about this exact interaction I'm having right now with you, and I'll probably try and explain how I could have done this better. It's a little bit like fucking Inception. <laughs> Yeah, you've, you've you've incepted five minutes of content <laughs> into this show. <laughs> Somewhere your CEO's sphincter is tickling. Yes, yes. Now, Welcome, now, what did you have over there? Did you have anything in, in terms of homework and etc.? Last week, um, we put out one of the questions was to make an origin team. Oh fucking hell. I've kept this for later. I've got to find a use for this as a fucking emotional response gif. That's at B-E-N-D-U-N-N-4-3. Just to make an origin side completely made up of people that never played for their respective state. And it was just an interesting point. I love how much the fucking nation comes together on this stuff. 
but our mates uh, Fat Harry Lazy and Stewie Marler came out and basically they'd, they'd tried to get a New South Wales team up but found it exceedingly difficult just because of the amount of people that New South Wales gave a jersey to for one, three minutes, yeah, for, for whatever reason. Um, one of those came up when we were talking about it on the episode, Michael Gordon. But if you're in the Facebook group, go and have a look at the thread and have a look. Stewie Marler actually put up a list of 57 players to play one State of Origin game for the Blues. Which makes it almost an impossible task then <laughs> for fans of New South Wales. Yeah. Um, our old mate Mendoza came out. Mendoza! Uh, his New South Wales team was uh, Amos Roberts, Semi Radradra. Remember there was that talk that he was going to... If fucking Adrian Lamb can play for Queensland and Tony Carroll, etc., etc., as we mentioned. Uh, Luke Burt on the wing. See, I feel like he must have been like an 18th man or That's something not, at some yeah, point. Yeah, I know you're allowed 18th man. Okay. So he never been on the field. He must have come. Yeah, I mean, like uh, my memory shot. So I just feel I feel like he must have. Surely, Chris Lawrence, Jared Croker, Matt Orford, Preston Campbell, Luke Douglas, Ryan James, Piggy Riddell, Chris Heinington, and you fucking lost me when you put that absolute dumb shit cunt Clinton Newton in there, um, and Alan Tung. Clinton Newton was never that good. At anything. Your team was good up until you included him, and now we can never actually listen to anything you say ever again. Um, and I believe the Japanese have a ritual for you. That you should go and consider. Um, it's called fucking an octopus. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny because it's true. Uh, Trent in the Facebook group came out with the general at fullback. Uh, Blacklock, Lawrence, Croker, Burt, Sutton and Orford in the halves. Britt, Brown, Scandalis, Morrison and Thompson. I totally, when I saw that, I had totally forgotten about the existence of Glenn Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, he was a, he was a guy. <laughs> Like that, that was the one on that list. It, st- it yeah. just jumped out. I was like, oh, yeah, he existed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Devin Head in the Facebook group said, Andrew Leeds, Nathan Blacklock, Jared Croker. So the, the Croker, Lawrence, Burt. Mm-hmm. back one seems to be pretty stable. Bit um, of Blacklock love too. I mean, and... Fucking deservedly so. Yeah, but I, like always, do you think that he would have... Do you think he would have blacklocked it at origin level? Or do you think he would have been like a another like Nathan Merritt? Cause they were different different times, but the same sort of momentum feel, to get them in for the same sort of you know what I mean? I feel that this games would have been played sort of under the old Yeah, okay. Origin conditions. Yeah. And a lot of the time you go back and you watch some of those old origin games. And they were fucking horrific games of footy. Mm. Well, not horrific, but they weren't. They weren't the uber polished. Yeah, you know, this this Queensland team has played. They were the most passionate level games. of the game, but they weren't the highest quality art form of the game legit, like they are now. They were legit one on you know, fucking guts yep. and determination, and some guy just being. St- 
stupidly fucking quick. Yep. Or, yep. or being able to pounce on a ball, you know, somewhere in the, in the, the 60th minute that, yep. that he had no right to get to. Um, Campbell and Orford in the halves again from Dev. Uh, Ryan James is an entry. As someone, as someone who Matt Orford gave, gifted one of the greatest moments of my life, I, I don't see him in Origin ever at all. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I, I believe me, I was there. Yeah. I was there in two thousand eight. He, he won the Dalian in four nil. I get it. I, I get that shit. Fucking legend of the game, Preston Campbell next to you. Just kick for position. Yeah, you got Presto in there. I mean, who's his Tony Carroll? You need something. Well, <laughs> Otherwise, it's the gaping fucking. <laughs> well, Ryan Ryan James, I think. Very, he's a very Ryan James is a very deserving inclusion on the list, Correct. but it's only injury and fuckery that have kept him out anyway. I mean, he he may, he may still yet exactly. do so, it, you know. Yeah, kept him out. Yep. Um, Figueredo again, Sean Fenson, Lance Thompson. Did Sean Fenson never play for New South Wales? No, he was always one of those. He Did was, he play for Australia? Possibly, probably, but yeah, you know that's not a prerequisite yeah, though, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Joel Thompson and Alan Tung. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Joel Thompson. I think he's a fucking champion guy. And a good player. Uh, Kareem in the Facebook group said, Luke Patton again, Nathan Blacklock again, Joey Leilua. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Never. We want to win, you dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying to do? He's obviously a Queensland supporter. Although, tell me that wouldn't be... that. That's a that's a New South Wales selector selection if ever I've seen. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's like a, a, a... You know, not that long ago either, you yeah. know. That's like a 2015 yeah, selection. That's it. Yeah. Oh, man. Last, when he was in peak Lopana, yep. 17, 18. Yep. Like the, he was an injury away from playing Origin. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, whew, fucking sliding doors. Um, David Simmons, Blake Green, and Matty Orford in the halves. What are you going to do? Preston Campbell. I lo- love Blake Green, definitely. Matt Parsons, Brad Drew, Ryan James, John Sutton, Darren Britton, Alan Tunk. A lot of love for Sutton. I, I know you. Don't. Like maybe you could put him in as like a lock or something. I don't you see don't him as. Peak, uh, peak Sutton, right? peak I don't. Th- Sutton. I don't think he peaked. Like remember, he was all potential and bra boy loyalty to you know bled bled South Sydney etc. So sort of he he bled South Sydney blah blah blah. But I mean, like I don't think he actually reached. A stand where like a, a, a high standard of like consistent player until he was not five eighth. Okay, well then, like you, you know, lock see, or something like that. Do you not see him as a poor man's Wade Graham? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly oh, it. Okay. I mean, but there are there any other poor man's Wade Grahams that didn't have him played Origin that could be ahead of him? I have no idea. Probably. I have no idea. Um, and there weren't a whole lot of Queensland additions. Yeah. Betty Barber was in there. Um, Scott Donald, Rod Jensen, Ben Walker, Cole Felt. Cole Felt would have played Origin. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds wrong, but uh, it must be. I mean, if they oh, said it. Fucking Travis Burns. Get fucked. Oh, Travis Burns. He was a fucking terrier at Manly. Got a, had a bit of grub in his game in Penrith. Is <laughs> he getting penalised, suspended all the time yeah. in Penrith? <laughs> fucking suicide bomber in Penrith. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> His life lost all meaning once he left Manly. Oh, Shane Tronk. 
Fucking hell. Shane Walker, Brent Lawrence, Aaron Payne, Jake Friend, Michael Luck. Ben, I mean, the, none of the Walker brothers have ever exhibited any form of defense required to excel in the Origin Arena. However, Ben Walker did have that fucking season for Manly where he yeah. was top point scorer in the early That's 2000s, yeah. where he was off the fucking hook. But, um, yeah, but never, he couldn't make a tackle to save his fucking yeah. life, so you, you'd never have him in Origin. Never. He was an attacking goal, but he was an absolute defensive player. And we'll never, and probably never had a chance like these other guys. That wasn't the actual What was the? Just give me an example of some of the players that have been slow. All right, you got anything else? No. Got any other homework? No. No homework for this week. All right, just Friday night lights. Lock that shit in. Not later. We're still going. We've got to wrap it up. No, That's no, full time. I'm the fucking Oliver Stone of podcasting. When I say cut. <laughs> oh, let's cut the Cameron Diaz. Fucking something. Uh, move to LA. Oh, my dad. This is a fucking lazy thing where we actually explain what just went on during the fucking end credits. Fuck you, Oliver Stone. <laughs> That's full time for episode 346. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. Follow at TWI League, our Facebook group, our Facebook community. Hashtag Twill Nation is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Twill Nation. Otherwise, search for hashtag Twill Nation and you'll find it. Um, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Make sure you hit the like button, share our posts around, our episode releases, etc. That would be great. Um, of course, give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to go the extra mile and support the show, our digital memberships are available still and can be picked up anytime for $3.99 a month. And tonight we're recording the fifth episode, I believe, of the exclusive members' content. Um, <clears throat> finally, for those waiting on the actual physical memberships, uh, this afternoon I received notice from the T-shirt place that the items that they were handling have been shipped uh, or put on a courier, so I should see them tomorrow. Um, and that means the, the Trust Us shirts and the polos, uh, on their way and I'll have them in my hands tomorrow if you only ordered I don't think there would be a case where someone just ordered there's probably a couple of people who just ordered Apollo if you just ordered Apollo and nothing else I'll probably be shipping that uh, this week uh, if you ordered a trust a shirt and a membership or something I'll probably hold it back and you know save you some cash on shipping and um and send them all at once. Uh, about 30 minutes after I wrote the note down about getting the um, the the shirts and stuff getting sent over, I got an email from the uh, sticker place as well. So the stickers are there on a courier as well. Um, so we're well on our way to meeting our initial end of April goal, which was, you know, like getting the stuff out before Magic Weekend. Obviously, that's a moot point now with Magic Weekend being cancelled. But, um, yeah, it's good that the deadline we set ourselves looks like it's going to happen. No problem. The only thing we're waiting on, the, the, most difficult thing that we're waiting on are the drink bottles from the memberships because I know that they're being produced in New Zealand and they'll be here by the end of April. I'm pretty sure they should be here like, you know, in another week or two. Um, but they were the ones, I think initially when, when I was getting the, the time the, the time quotes for production, they were the, the longest one. Um, but that was including what they expected would be delays, you know, due to the bat flu. So 
once they get, once they arrive, I expect them to be the last item. Once they arrive, it's good to go, and it's all out there. So um, that's that. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else to add for the week? Not at all. In that case, he's coming back. Oh, did we talk about the relaunch? The relaunch. That they've set the date. That was last. Wasn't that last week? No, I don't think so. Really? I think it was just after. Really? Yeah. I think they might have got it in just in. I think I'm. I'm I feel like we talked about the twenty eighth thing. I feel like we did. You know, but like as I said to you at the start of the show too. All the days of fucking well, together. yeah, well, well, not not at the start of the show, but as when you turned up tonight and we were talking before recording, I the one thing I just think I was like, Jesus Christ, so much fucking this whole Channel Nine shitting on things and you know whatever, it's just so tiring. And so I like to talk about it from the perspective of fuck Channel Nine. Yes. And get this get the rugby league community fired up and galvanised against these fucking cunts. But otherwise, I'm just trying. You know, it's such a it's such a a world in flux at the moment for rugby league, and the news changes like multiple like today especially. It was funny. There was um, it was like Channel Nine want a shit can the whole season, and then it was an hour later. Oh, the NRL have got that fucking loan sorted out, and then the uh, and then the next thing was um. Channel. There was some. There was some other piece of news after that. Then it was like no. Then it was Volandi's. Like you know. And then then the story started coming out about oh you know now you know fuck Channel Nine. They don't have the upper hand anymore. And this was just rolling. This was rolling stories in one day. And so I mean I seen you know, like on Fox on Fox Sports website they've got like a rolling thread where they add to it. You know. The thing that's been sorted out now is that they they have the funds to come back. Yeah. I don't know if they'll get clearance because it seems to me looking into it all they have is an assurance from the police commissioner of New South Wales mm-hmm. that they would be free to conduct their business if they could adhere to all health safety guidelines. Yeah. I think if they lock in something, for example, like the Penrith solution or... That wasn't really, that was like a meme, really, wasn't it? I think that was just like a joke. No, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the talk then. It's a come on, you hold yourself to a higher standard, sir, than the scuttlebutt of the rapscallions. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. That's it. See you next week. Later.